Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today is the fourth day of January. And isn't it just like the new year, at the beginning of the year, to embark on a new journey to find out you made a big mistake? I am so sorry. I've been reading the new international version uh, on the week that we were supposed to be reading the new living translation. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to continue with the NIV version for this week and I'm going to switch them next week we'll start the new living translation but for now we're going to jump into a brand new book of the Bible we're going to pause Genesis for a while since we're going through in chronological order and we're going to begin a brand new book of the Bible Job chapters 1 through 5 today and we are reading in the New International Version, Job chapter 1. In the land of Uz, there lived a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 donkeys, and a large number of servants. He was the greatest man among all the people in the East. His sons used to hold feasts in their homes on their birthdays, and they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied. Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, everything he has is in your power, but on the man himself do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. One day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby, and the Sabaeans attacked and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, the fire of God fell from the heavens and burned up the sheep and the servants, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The Chaldeans formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camels and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them, and they are dead. 
and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. At this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. On another day, the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them to present himself before him. And the Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. And he still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. Skin for skin, Satan replied. A man will give all he has for his own life, but now stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, he is in your hands, but you must spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and afflicted Job with painful sores from the soles of his feet to the crown of his head. Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it. As he sat among the ashes, his wife said to him, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die, he replied. You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, Job did not sin in what he said. When Job's three friends, Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Namathite, heard about all the troubles that had come upon him, they set out from their homes and met together by agreement to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they could hardly recognize him. They began to weep aloud, and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. After this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. He said, May the day of my birth perish, and the night that said, A boy is conceived that day. May it turn to darkness. May God above not care about it. May no light shine on it. May gloom and utter darkness claim it once more. May a cloud settle over it. May blackness overwhelm it. That night, may thick darkness seize it. May it not be included among the days of the year, nor be entered into any of the months. May that night be barren. May no shout of joy be heard in it. May those who curse days curse that day, those who are ready to rouse Leviathan. May its morning stars become dark. May it wait for daylight in vain and not see the first rays of dawn. For it did not shut the doors of the womb on me to hide trouble from my eyes. Why did I not perish at birth and die as I came from the womb? Why were there knees to receive me and breasts that I might be nursed? For now I would be lying down in peace. I would be asleep and at rest with kings and rulers of the earth who built for themselves places now lying in ruins with princes who had gold, who filled their houses with silver. Or why was I not hidden away in the ground like a stubborn child? 
like an infant who never saw the light of day. There the wicked cease from turmoil, and there the weary are at rest. Captives also enjoy their ease. They no longer hear the slave drivers shout. The small and the great are there, and the slaves are freed from their owners. Why is light given to those in misery and life to the bitter of soul, to those who long for death that does not come, who search for it more than for hidden treasure, who are filled with gladness and rejoice when they reach the grave? Why is life given to a man whose way is hidden, whom God has hedged in? For sighing has become my daily food. My groans pour out like water. What I feared has come upon me. What I dreaded has happened to me. I have no peace, no quietness. I have no rest, but only turmoil. Then Eliphaz the Temanite replied, If someone ventured a word with you, will you be impatient? But who can keep from speaking? Think how you have instructed many, how you have strengthened feeble hands. Your words have supported those who stumbled. You have strengthened faltering knees. But now trouble comes to you and you are discouraged. It strikes you and you are dismayed. Should not your piety be your confidence and your blameless ways your hope? Consider now who, being innocent, has ever perished. Where were the upright ever destroyed? As I have observed, those who plow evil and those who sow trouble reap it. At the breath of God they perish. At the blast of his anger they are no more. The lions may roar and growl, yet the teeth of the great lions are broken. The lion perishes for lack of prey, and the cubs of the lioness are scattered. A word was secretly brought to me, my ears caught a whisper of it. Amid disquieting dreams in the night when deep sleep falls on people, fear and trembling seized me and made all my bones shake. A spirit glided past my face, and the hair on my body stood on end. It stopped, but I could not tell what it was. A form stood before my eyes, and I heard a hushed voice. Can a mortal be more righteous than God? Can even a strong man be more pure than his maker? If God places no trust in his servants, if he charges his angels with error, how much more those who live in houses of clay, whose foundations are in the dust, who are crushed more readily than a moth, between dawn and dusk, they are broken to pieces, unnoticed. They perish forever. Are not the cords of their tent pulled up so that they die without wisdom? Call if you will, but who will answer you? To which of the holy ones will you turn? Resentment kills a fool, and envy slays the simple. I myself have seen a fool taking root, but suddenly his house was cursed. His children are far from safety crushed in court without a defender. The hungry consume his harvest, taking it even from among thorns. And the thirsty pant after his wealth, for hardship does not spring from the soil, nor does trouble sprout from the ground. Yet man is born to trouble as surely as sparks fly upward. But if I were you, I would appeal to God. I would lay my cause before him. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. He provides rain for the earth. He sends water on the countryside. The lowly he sets on high, and those who mourn are lifted to safety. He thwarts the plans of the crafty so that their hands achieve no success. He catches the wise in their craftiness, and the schemes of the wily are swept away. Darkness comes upon them in the daytime. At noon they grope as in the night. 
He saves the needy from the sword in their mouth. He saves them from the clutches of the powerful. So the poor have hope and injustice shuts its mouth. Blessed is the one whom God corrects. So do not despise the discipline of the Almighty. For he wounds, but he also binds up. He injures, but his hands also heal. From six calamities he will rescue you. In seven no harm will touch you. In famine he will deliver you from death. And in battle from the stroke of the sword, you will be protected from the lash of the tongue and need not fear when destruction comes. You will laugh at destruction and famine and need not fear the wild animals. For you will have a covenant with the stones of the field and the wild animals will be at peace with you. You will know that your tent is secure. You will take stock of your property and find nothing missing. You will know that your children will be many and your descendants like the grass of the earth. You will come to the grave in full vigor, like sheaves gathered in season. We have examined this, and it is true. So hear it and apply it to yourself. It's highly probable if you are around anyone of faith, uh, you've heard some situations compared to Job in our own lives, our own circumstances. This is the story of Job. We're going to be here a while. There's a lot of dialogue and we're just getting into it. And so based on the few things that we've talked about this last couple of days, where are your questions? What are the things that come up that you're like, huh, I didn't know that was a part of the story. I know I have mine. And it's another day where there's so many different intricacies of what we just read that we could dissect a, a half a dozen or a dozen different things. But maybe a question that we sit with today that happens early on in the story is if we knew something that God took away from us that we really truly loved, that we had, that was ours, would we be able to respond in the way that Job did. Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Could we honor him if we knew it was at his hands that he took something away from us? It might shift our perspective. It might cause us to look at things and hold them a little differently. It might really make us sit with our feelings and our thoughts towards God, how we've developed them, how we came to know them, believe what we have, and maybe it'll even cause us to let go of some of those things, to embrace Him in a new and different way. And so we begin this book today, and we're going to be here, like I said, for, for a bit. We're going to see the dialogue back and forth between Job and his friends that are very well-meaning, uh, that say things that are not helpful, <laughs> and it will cause us to do a very deep look into our own selves of how we handle some of those situations, the things that we say out of our own discomfort so we pause the story here today. We'll turn the page and continue it 
tomorrow. Jesus, thank you for this time together. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the light that the Bible is that illuminates the things that we so often glaze over and even the things that we have buried deep down, pushed down, stuffed down in our hearts that you long to purge out of us and heal us, cleanse us from the inside out as only you can do. And so I pray that those places of our hearts that we would just scathe over, we would set aside time, allow you that space and allow you that work. Thank you for who you are. I pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible, that's home base. You can check us out there. That's the website. That's also the free app you can check out if you have not. If you would like to partner with us, thank you so much for each and every partnership. We could not do this without you. We are so grateful we do not have to. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174, or you can hit the Give icon up at the top right-hand corner of your mobile device and the Give icon on the website. If you need prayer, if you'd like to pray for someone that's previously called in, several different ways for you to do so, 800-583-2164, or once again, utilizing your mobile device. Hit the red circle button up at the top right hand. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel over to chronological, and it will get to the right place. I want to quickly mention, we carry a line of ball caps, daily audio Bible with just this cool leather patch logo. But now in stock, it's a limited edition. And if you're a collector, of all things Daily Audio Bible merch, uh, you will want to get in on this while supplies last. It's the khaki moss-colored DAB ball cap, and it's a great cap, and it's there while supplies last. So I wanted to mention that to you real quick. We're going to turn the page together tomorrow, continue in the book of Job. I'm Jill. Until then, love one another. Happy New Year, DABC. I'm double dabbing again, possibly the fifth year. Love you guys at DABC. I know a lot of us are double dabbers, so you may have heard my voice at some other point on the other side, but this is just glad to be in NC. And I want to wish each and every one of you a happy new year over here on the DABC. I just left the dock this morning with the DAB and also with you guys. Wishing everyone that hears this and your loved ones a year filled with joy, peace, prosperity, and may each day bring moments to cherish and reasons to smile. Ah, that'll be a blessing for all of us. I pray for all of those this year that are sick and having issues. We will lift you, we lift each and every one of you up, all of you who call in and call in for yourselves and others. We hear you and we pray for you. From Junk to Treasure, sending prayers on behalf of your family for Trent, your grandson. I can't imagine I have grandchildren, so I pray for clarity in that situation. And I pray by the time you hear this, it has been solved. Special prayer for friends of mine, Vicki and Joe down here in NC. uh, Vicki needs your prayers. I need all of you to lift her up before the Lord. 
What I need for you to pray for is her body to be free of any disease and that any toxins that have caused her body to feel weak, that she will find strength and they will be restored to health. We thank you in advance for your prayers and always to Brian, Jill, China. God bless each of you and Happy New Year. Way to go, DABC. Looking forward to 2024. Amen.